Good afternoon. Welcome to Perception. This is Yolanda, Brittany, and Jamie. We're back this week, uh, the second week in, um, well, the second podcast in January year 2021. And today we're going to be talking about regret and wisdom. And um, I came up with this topic again because, not again, but I came up with the topic because I think it's a good topic. And some of the things that we've been talking about, I wish I would have um thought on these things and meditated on them when I was younger. So I'm hoping and praying that the younger generation here will, you know, grasp some of these things. Because you think about some of the things your parents told you. Well, I do anyway because of being older. And then you look back and say, wow, I wish I would listen. And not saying that, you know, everything our parents say is um, gold or whatever, but there's some things I, I, I do regret that I didn't listen to my mom about. And then I was thinking about we could all talk about some of the things that we regret, but then at the same time, I don't want you guys to have to put so much out there, but I even start listing some of the things that I have some regret for, but even though I have regret, I think they're also learning experience. I don't wallow in the regret. So where the wisdom comes in is trying to develop wisdom so that we won't have much regret. I think either way it goes, we're going to have some things that, you know, when you think of regret, it's just some decisions you made that you wish you didn't make. And um, for me personally, it's truly in tuning with God to lead and direct you and everything. So I do want to start off with the scripture, um, James 1, 5, and it says, If any of you lacks wisdom to guide him through a decision or circumstances, he is to ask of our benevolent God who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame, and it will be given to him. So also... That's the scripture, but I was listening to um, Charles Stanley, and he said people that have regret a lot of times is because they focus on the event instead of the big picture. You know, when we make hasty decisions, um, it is extremely costly to make the wrong decision. So, you know, we have to figure that out even now for me, uh, or that you followed your reasoning instead of God. You're acting on impulse instead of doing what's right for the big picture. And then one decision in your life can cause you to lose everything, which I definitely believe in because I think about emotions and all that and how we get in trouble based on emotions. I think emotions make us do a lot of this, and we have to control our emotions because, you know, like maybe, say for instance, somebody you dated in your past and you wish you'd never dated them. But all you can remember in the beginning, it was like all these emotions, right? And then, you know, you got all these emotions, but you're not really looking at the big picture. That you need to take a minute. You're not using the wisdom. And take a minute and check it out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, wait. You know, you can never be perfect, though. I mean, you can go a lifetime and somebody can come up with something that you just don't like later on in life. But we have to try to make the best choices that we can. And for me, it's feeding it to God and just trying to take a step back. And here's the thing I learned also. So in my journey with God, you know, I didn't think about trying to pray on things or whatever when it comes to just like we, like we just got the real fix, you know. But other times we dealt with contractors. We had some bad situations with contractors. I never really kind of set back. I mean, there, there's that, that secular piece well, you got to do your due diligence and all that. But that that one contractor, I did my due diligence and all that, and he seemed very Christian-like and all that. You know, we think because people are Christians, it's going to be like the bomb, right? 
but I didn't pray on it. I didn't really use my wisdom on it. So the second time we got the roof fixed, I prayed on it, and we got through that. You know what I mean? Because there's so many variables in hiring somebody to do things, whatever. So those things I never thought about really trying to, you know, sit back and, and think about as far as using wisdom. You know, so there's like different contractors or different business transactions that I regret, you know, dealing with certain people, whatever, because I didn't sit back and really go through the steps, you know, look at the big picture, you know, um, talk to God, pray about it, uh, do my due diligence, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I've been talking enough. I've been talking almost five minutes. So this is kind of where I want to go with the regret and wisdom, you know, so that we can all try to make better choices, you know, moving forward in life. You know, we're not going to be perfect. Of course, I know that. But if we can discard as much as we can to make our lives miserable, then let's do it. Um... Um, when I think about regrets, uh, I mean, there's always things, of course, you kind of like kick yourself about, but I don't think I necessarily would even, I feel like regret is on one end of this spectrum and I'm like, I'm like, dang, that sucks that happened, but I don't regret it happened because I don't know if I would have made a different choice otherwise. Like looking like at where I am now, you know what I mean. I don't, I don't, I don't see myself like even with certain decisions I made when I was younger. You know, I I remember very distinctly my thinking process then and my thinking process now. And it is like a fog has been raised up a level. You know what I mean? Like there's I've leveled up, and I'm like, what was I thinking? But at the same time. Those decisions, I, you know, on a biological level, my brain wasn't even <laughs> matured all the way, you know. So there's things like that where I'm like, yeah. And even like decisions, you know, I think about, um, you know, me like quitting my jobs prematurely. And I've done that. Like that's been a pattern and not having like a, a secure, solid foundation. But I don't regret those things because now... I'm 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 different person because of it. You know what I mean? And I don't know if I necessarily would have like understood the financial part or the cushion part or you know just the adulting part really the discipline and all that if I didn't do it. I don't know. And I and I stand behind what I did because I was passionate. Like I I felt it with like all my heart like yeah. I'm doing this. <laughs> so that so that's another reason why I feel like if if you make decisions from a place of um even if you don't know, like you got like you're coming out of it strictly with like the experience you already have and your the resources you got right now. You got to take those resources to make a decision. If if I'm making that decision from my core values and at that moment that's how I perceive things. Especially like if I'm passionate about it, I don't, I don't really trip over it like in hindsight if it turns out to be bad. You know what I mean? Like I just like, oh, when I come back at it now, I have a different angle from which to look at stuff like this now. You know what I mean? I've seen what happens when it goes faulty. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like just peeping game and then like learning and then like using what you learned for the next time, like a video game. 
You know what I mean? Like, if I fell on on that level, I know I got to maybe wait a little until a rock comes closer and I can jump. You know what I mean? It's like a, that's how I look at it in order to level up. So I haven't really experienced, like, I would say the most that, for me, when I get to a point of regret is only really regret in my choice. Not the fact that I got pregnant early, but, like, the fact that I chose, like, the guys I chose, <laughs> that that were the people I chose. Because though that decision didn't just affect me, it affected my kids. So, like, now that's the family they're born into on that side. You know what I mean? Like, that that's their that affects them. So that would be the closest I say I got to regret. But then at the same time, that's about like, I think looking at bigger picture stuff, because now they have lessons for them that maybe God had mapped out already that involved them and him that I have nothing to do with. You know what I mean? Like that was a decision I made and it affects other people, but now there's their life that it's affected by. That's a part of their path. So, you know what I mean? So now mm-hmm. I, I, I think to to regret is almost like a waste of energy. Like that energy could be diverted or put into something more um, valuable to me, like learning the lesson from it. So like now when I date men, uh, <laughs> I don't date them. I, it's my thought process is so different. Like, and I, and I, think of my time as more valuable than to to date a guy who has nothing to offer me because life is already cool now without it so I know what I could do without a guy so there's no void in my life so like if you come to the table you got to come to the table like all the way correct because I can do all this for me me and my kids so what can you do it has to be like and you definitely just as exciting yourself, so yeah yeah mm-hmm. so that's what i've learned that's why i'm like mm-hmm. i don't really i it's like that part of it like dang that's y'all dead <laughs> y'all can't help that now you know what i mean like i'm sorry for that because he's a bum but at the end of the day there's these lessons like well they get love like that from either getting it from fred or getting it from their granddad or learning how to have their father relationship whatever i know i'm rambling but I get caught in between those and and then like feeling like, but at the same time, I guess my role is is bigger than I can see. So it's like that trust part, that faith too, that like whatever decision I make is for the greater good. Ashe. Hi, this is Jamie. Um, Well, my view on regret is I don't think I ever, I don't think I regret stuff. I don't think I really do. I never felt the feeling of regret, really. Because I... Because I don't think I feel the feeling of regret much often because I've always believed that everything happens for a reason and it's supposed to happen that way. And at the time, like, you were in that regret moment that you feel like, that you didn't know you were going to regret, it was like, like Brittany said, it was your choice in your best interest at the same at the time like you felt it was right or stuff like that and because I was thinking because I was um, talking to my friend because I'm more spiritual than religious and so I was talking to her about um, I told her 
we were talking about like um, baby fathers and I told her, I was like, I don't regret Jamari. I just probably regret who I had it with. And she said, no, she's like, no, you had Jamari with who you were supposed to have Jamari with because it wouldn't be Jamari without his dad and it's his path. That's, it was supposed to happen like that. It wasn't, it wasn't um, anything else. That's what was supposed to happen. And I was like, okay, you have a point because then it wouldn't be Jamari without his dad. It would be someone else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want my Jamari, not someone else. So so I was like, wow, okay. And then it's like regret gone. That was the only thing pretty much. But with mom said with wisdom about making choices, also, um, also I believe that when you do make a choice on impulse, Sometimes, like, I'm in spontaneous, but I'm learning to not be and start reflecting on stuff. But when you make a choice on impulse, sometimes the universe gives you what you ask for in the wrong way. Like, it's, it's what you want, but it's not the best thing for you, basically. It's not the best thing. It's gonna, you're rushing it, so you're going to get what you want, but after, the after effect's going to be a little, a little shaky. But if you reflect on stuff and you... Um, to see what you want to do or like how mom's saying which contract contractor or which person you want for this and that and stuff and then you just meditate and then the name should just pop up in your head like a sign a number angel signs whatever and then you'll know that what that's best for you because I remember going to my friend's um her salon opening and because faith is a psychic so she said that she said that her guys had told her that this is this wasn't the best. She had already told her that this wasn't the best decision. She was telling her when she should when the best timing was and she didn't listen. She just rushed it still cuz she wanted her salon really bad. So she was saying that her guys were telling her she could have had better. She's going to run into a lot of problems, which she actually is running into a lot of problems with, like, the surrounding area and stuff. And if she just took her time and waited for her timing, she would have got what she wanted in the first place instead of wasting all that um, money and time on the wrong things, which it's okay, though, because it's a lesson for her. So it's just another lesson that she gets to have in her life. So it's not, it's not really like a lose 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 it's like still kind of a win you just have to go through something else yeah like another obstacle in your way yeah it's like you just took a detour like you messed up with gps and you took the other highway instead of the yeah so you just have to take a longer route to get where you really want to be so that's how i see it honestly so these are very good things because um I think both of you guys made some really great points. You know, that's the great thing about these conversations because even I, as the mom, as the elder in this group here, I'm learning from you guys. And um, which I believe this anyhow, but Brittany brought out a point that regret is a waste of energy. And um, I think we all have like, oh, I should coulda, woulda, didda. And, and, And I think that's okay. But again, I said to the, said earlier, as long as you don't wallow in it, you know what I mean? Don't let it bring you down or whatever, because everything is a learning experience. I think more of anything, as far as regret or anything, we want to stay away from the things, and we still want that wisdom, however. Stay away from the things that will cause us harm, that will be detrimental to our health, uh, to us living here and all that. Because I know all these other little things, hey, fine, I got to take the long way home, fine. But when it comes to other stuff that are deadly, 
Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we really, really want to be cautious as well. I think we want to be cautious in everything, but um, I just think it's good to try to have wisdom in either way. Either way it goes, we're not going to be perfect. Nothing's going to come out totally. Sometimes when you think you hear from God, it wasn't his voice. You know, that's why you got to really like discern, ask for discernment and really try to tune in. Um, I know you said you're, you're more spiritual than religious, but then, you know, what's, your, what's the guide on that? You know, how do you know? Because they say the devil comes in sheep clothing, you know, so he can fool you. He's a great pretender, you know. So for me personally, I have to stay prayed up and ask God for his guidance and to lead me and direct me that your will be done. Um, I pray every day, every night. I pray, I pray, I pray. Um, I, I just know at the end of the day, however, that there's nothing that's going to make me perfect and everything I decide or whatever is going to turn out right. But here's the other thing that I learned about that, though. I have the wisdom and all that, you know, to really try to make the right decisions. But one of the biggest things that's standing out for me is uh, Ephesians 6. And 10, I think, starts at the armor of God. So it's like a soldier in the army. You know, it has the breastplate, you know, of righteousness and, you know, the helmet of salvation and all that. Because you're going to deal with things, you got to prepare yourself. But here's the thing I know that I, I probably wouldn't, and Lord, forgive me if I'm saying this, I don't believe I'll ever be prepared for a loved one's death. You know, how we all know that people are going to die. Uh, that we all must leave here. And, you know, I can be prepared. I can build myself up. But there's still always going to be that sadness and all that. You know what I mean? I just don't, I just can't visualize. And I'm still learning. I'm still growing. Any preparedness for anything like that. You know. Um, but I do try to build myself up for whatever the storms. And I always think about it as what? Like a storm storm. You know, eventually the storm is going to go away. You know, it could be a destructive storm. Some people may lose their homes. People may lose their lives or whatever. But the storm does go away. So there's storms in your life. And, you know, many people use that analogy. And I think it's a very good, clear analogy, mm -hmm. you know, that eventually the storm will go away. But you got you to gotta hold fast. And, you know, God used the analogy, what you're going to build your house on? You're going to build it with straw, sand, or brick, <laughs> you know? Because then you got to figure out which one of those are going to weather the storm. Well, I'm building my house with brick. And if there's a better material out there than brick, I'm building it with that. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to do. I'm really trying to establish a good foundation so I can survive whatever's thrown at me. Because things will be thrown at me. I can't go through this life without it being thrown at me. There's no way. I don't know anybody who went through this life and everything was perfect for them. And they were able not to have one, one issue, one problem. You know? But also get to another place. Really focusing on this, and I hope y'all eventually see this. I am really trying to be that soldier in Christ, that armor of God, because I have things that um, here we go again. Where Brittany will always say, "What's the term? Uh, generational." And one that's one of the things that Brittany started talking about. I probably never thought about it if Brittany didn't bring it up. You know, some of the things that I do and I say, and you don't even realize you're doing them. You know what I'm saying? Until you you made it known. And I started thinking about that stuff. I'm like, yeah, she's right. There's some things that are generation. I'm really trying to, and here's the other thing I got to go back to. I'm trying to clear that tablet. I'm trying to clear that plate. I really am. I'm trying to have a different perspective on life and all that, you know. Um, I'm really trying to clear that plate. And matter of fact, this is what I wrote for myself. 
<laughs> because I'm a I'm a share something else with you guys. And I hope I'm not talking too long. But I said life begins at 55. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, I think I shared with you guys Faye's video, Ageless Chic. Mm-hmm. That really motivated me. That pumped me up. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because a lot of us, and even my mother says it, you know, we get, we get older and we start feeling like, oh, woe is me. You know, oh, you know, I'm old now. I'm too old for that. I'm going to, no, no, no. I, we got to get that out of mind. God wants us to live our best life until the day he takes us away from here. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. And see, here's the other thing I have to realize. My life, even though I like things to certain people, like I love Faye Chic. Oh my gosh, it motivated me. But I don't want to look like Faye. But it just motiv- it did more than just the fashion for me. Mm-hmm. Seeing that video mm-hmm. of those ladies doing their thing. Mm-hmm. It was beyond the fashion for me that motivated me. So, and make sure after this podcast I show y'all my first piece that I got from her. And I'm looking at it. I was like, she said, she sent me an email. She said, is this going to be all right? Whatever. Because I'm trying to step outside my box to the audience. I'm trying to step outside my box. And I looked at it. I'm like, no, nah, she looked good at it because she models all the clothes. I'm like, no, nah, send it to me. Send it to me. So I got it Friday. And then I took it out the box and I got intimidated. Mm-hmm. Truly, I did. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push through this. I'm going to push through this. I don't know how. But I know I was going to ask you guys to take a look and help me out. But anyway, I say all that to say is these are all the steps to me that relate to me building my wisdom, you know, so I don't have many regrets. But I did write down some things that I could think that I might have regretted, you know, but they're they're small things. They're not big things like, you know, having my children never, you know, y'all always, you know. Um, Even though I did tell y'all before, I'm like, oh, if if I would have thought about it, you know, because... It's a doozy. When your babies, y'all haven't, y'all don't notice this yet. When your babies are not where you can just control or keep them, mm-hmm. it's a whole different game. My mother said, her mother said, when their babies, they're on your lap. But when they get older, they get on your heart. And y'all don't even know that feeling yet. Mm-hmm. And that feeling is deep. My mother, that's one of them things my mother told me. And that's a deep feeling. When you're worried about your children, you shouldn't be because God says do not worry. And I'm working on that, Lord. I'm working. He knows I'm working on that. But uh, you just want your children to be safe. And it's, it's, a, it's just a different beast, especially with the world circumstances right now. Yeah. I'm sorry, I just was talking. Go ahead, oh, no, baby. So, no, you were <laughs> saying on my some, box. No, you, you were saying some good things, some things that resonated. Because um, I know, like, when you were talking about, like, having, like, a um, like your armor on for, like, preparing. I just feel like that, that just talks about what we were talking about before. About, like, it, that book, I, I always will. Res, I always <laughs> refer I to the book. <laughs> I know, because uh, I return to love. Marianne Williamson, she says, um, Do you humans, <laughs> do you humans know how much you could accomplish if you were disciplined? And to me, mm. that brings back what you were saying about preparedness for what's going to happen for like even being prepared to use your wisdom you know what i mean like being prepared to make decisions you got to have that you talking about your foundation and things like that and really building that armor i think about like we always used to watch like uh martial arts movies when i was a kid like jackie chan and stuff or mm-hmm. you look at a bruce lee movie that there's like these training phases like you have to train or you have to prepare your body to even have the clarity to make a decision. You know what I mean? Like, so that that really, like, 
decreases your chances of feeling regret when you know you've prepared your body and you've prepared your mind mentally, emotionally for whatever, for any decision you're going to have to make in life. You may have to make really impactful. Think about the president or what happened on the Capitol the other day. What happened if the vice president got assassinated and then Pelosi was left and you have to make a decision as now you're automatically commander in chief because two other, you know what I mean? Things like that, you know, you think about like just whatever may happen in your life, just being prepared. To me, that means having, you know, like your shield or or whatever. That's like kind of fighting off distractions. It's distractions. It's um, somebody said the other day, and that resonated with me about she said, you guys are so distracted, you don't even remember why you're here. You don't even remember your purpose. And that hit me because I'm like, dang, this is a lot of distraction. Like, am I doing something every day to really get to where I want to get to? But anyway, to me, that I think that just makes making these decisions, it makes it easier for us to make disciplined decisions rather than impulsive decisions. And then, like... You know, even if it was the wrong decision, you could always say, hey, well, I know I made that decision from a place of clarity. I consulted with God. <laughs> I consult, you know what I mean? Like, I used my discernment. I was prayerful. So I'm not tripping. You know what I mean? The big picture. Yeah. It's going to affect me in the long term. Yeah. So I'm not even tri- I did the best I could with the resources I had at that moment. And that's sometimes, that's just, that, that's what made me think about acceptance. Because sometimes me looking back at the things like I was saying, like I, that I, I'm on that limb of, of regret. <laughs> I'm like right there, like an inch more that you would call it regret. I even think about that. You will kick yourself over and over if you keep reliving that stuff in your head and you don't like finally accept. So you're just like, that's self-sabotage if you don't like have that, if you're not able to like accept your choices. You know what I mean? The decisions you made. So th- that that's what really stood out to me. Um, and then also like what you were saying, Jamie, about like, you know, making those decisions, having patience for things to kind of like grow or do whatever they need to do before you like your friend. She was in such a rush to have her place that she didn't wait, even though maybe there were signs, maybe what God was talking to her and there were obvious signs, but she was like, I'm going to ignore that because I want this now, you know? We were talking about this, too, like even people in the new year, the whole narrative we have about like New Year's goals and things like that is kind of off because, you know, really the new year doesn't start until March, you know, and things don't grow in winter. You know, we, we expect our growth to be like real linear, real like I did this, I did this, I should be growing. Right. But there's times where, you know, you put a seed in darkness. It looks like it's not growing. But that's the only time it can grow is when there's darkness and you don't see anything. You know, so like letting things kind of be seasonal, you know, like we have fall where things die, winter is just bare, you know, and realizing that and giving your things and what you want, that patience, that's that prayer comes in, that's when faith comes in. And then like just allowing time to just like take its course and then it blossom in the way it's supposed to because you listened, you took action when you felt like you needed to take action when God told you to take action, take action. you know what I mean? And, and you kind of went through things, quote unquote, the right way. I feel like that was, that kind of stood out to me when you was talking about your friend and 
you know, making those decisions like that. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot when it comes to... But another thing with wisdom, too, I think, is like you said about building wisdom. I think also, I think it has to be, like, molded through our experiences, but I also think we inherit it. So I think if you if you know, especially, like, knowing how smart our ancestors were, you know what I mean, and, and the things they went through, like... <laughs> You know, they were slaves because they were experts at what they did. They were, you know, expert blacksmiths. And, you know, they weren't just slaves. They were experts at what they did. Um, To me, just knowing my history, like you were saying, knowing about, like, being aware of before me or maybe the patterns that or the decisions that my grandmother made or my great-grandmother made, those are important decisions. Like, we were talking about, like, we just came up, you and dad, and how y'all separated, you know? And I was like, okay, I need to know, but I don't I don't think I'm ready to know right now because that's something that would probably affect me in my relationships if I didn't know, if I wasn't aware, you know, because I'm a product of y'all's union. So that affects me greatly, you know? And I think about that when I have to explain it to Maya. She's already inquisitive. <laughs> I can already see the question coming up, but, like, because I know just as much as I inherit generational patterns and generational curses, I inherit generational wisdom. So those decisions you made, like, I might, knowing because of genetics, <laughs> I might likely be in a situation like this again in the future, and I should know what y'all did. Like, just, I think that's a part of making decisions. Knowing your history, knowing who, where you're from, um... Even as we come up on King Weekend, that's a big thing, you know, like getting the narrative right, too. You know, not just like dismissing him as, you know, what America has made him to be now that it benefits, you know, or that we're kind of past it, quote unquote. But like getting it right and being transparent and having like healthy like conversations about what worked, what didn't work, you know, and also understanding that we're all human. Right. Mm -hmm. So like. The human experience does mean pain, but it does mean being uncomfortable. But, like, I'm going to accept it and sit with it because that's the only way I can really, like, grow. Like, growing pains. Anyway. Oh, like what, I like what she said about, well, when you um, were talking about the patience thing, about letting it grow, like, in darkness. That reminds me, this just reminds me of manifesting because when you manifest, you're supposed to, supposed to work on it and then you're supposed to kind of let it go like not dwell on it too much because it's so it's supposed to happen on its own and if you're like desperate for something then it's not gonna it's not gonna happen because you're desperate for it so it's like sometimes you just need to say oh I'm gonna have this this and that work on it and then just let it go and let it grow like how Brittany says because it's probably growing when you don't see it but it's coming and that comes in with timing also it's gonna come at the right time at the right moment and that reminds me of how grandma sings that song he's an on-time guy he may not come when you want him but he's there right on time and that makes a lot of sense because it's like your blessings are gonna come right when you need them to happen so you're patient you should have patience because when you're desperate the universe god they're like okay (laughs) it's not gonna i'm not gonna it's like a negative thing it's like trying to put the same magnets together it's like you're repelling it you know the same side yeah yeah i think we're at the 30 mark so i don't know if you want to say something if you have something else no finish up no no okay
All right. Well, we are at uh, almost 32 minutes, and I think this was a great conversation. Um, I think all of our conversations are good because hopefully we take them through the week with us and we think about these things and meditate on them. It's so easy to get so busy and forget about what you said, what you're going to do, and all that. I do it all the time, actually. Um, but I think this helps me uh, keep some of those things instilled in me as I go through my work week and um and just getting through from week to week. So I appreciate that y'all are giving me the time so that we could do this, um, that we can go and look back on, um, we can go back and look and uh, listen to these and, you know, get some stuff that we said before. So um, just, you know, just thankful. Do you have any closing remarks? Um, you know what? No, I don't. I think no, I don't have any. Okay. I thought you were done. I that's am. All, that's all, oh no, I thought you had cut off the. No, I had. Uh, uh, no. Okay. All right. Well, there's no more closed remarks. Again, thank you so much. We appreciate you.